0: Well, good morning, Northlands Church. I hope you're doing well. I hope your family is healthy, uh, and it is an honor to be with you this morning. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Nathan Heinz, and my wife and I get to lead the student ministry, which is called Ignite, here at Northlands Church. Uh, it's been an interesting time, uh, this pandemic. We're a couple months in, and it's been a time uh, of, of being able to be reminded of some great things. It's been a time of remembering that before we can see the rain, we can know that it's coming. It's been a time of remembering God's goodness. And what I hope today is to be able to add uh, to your experience on this pandemic uh, a little bit of what I see God saying to me and to us uh, as we continue in this sort of unique time. This is my first pandemic. I don't know about the rest of you, uh, but we're learning. But as I've, as I've been kind of waiting before God, uh, he brought to mind a, a, a verse in Ephesians. So in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, uh, we, we learn that Jesus has given apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers to equip the church for the work of ministry, to help them to mature so that they may no longer be tossed to and fro by the waves. Now, I don't know about you, But there have been some times in these last several weeks where I've felt tossed to and fro by the waves. Uh, As I scroll uh, through my social media feed, the the winds begin to pick up. I find that I'm tempted to be cynical or to be scared. Uh, I find that the atmosphere of my social media feed creates a temptation for me to be tossed to and fro. And, And so this morning, I just feel like God wants to to draw us in to a little bit more of who he is, a little bit more of who we are, so that we can weather this storm well. My, my title this morning is Children of the Unflappable God. Uh, I'm going to talk about the nature of God. I'm going to talk about our the nature of our relationship to him and the work we get to do to press in in this time. Now, I don't know if you know the word unflappable, uh, it, it, it literally means to not, get, not likely to get worried when times are difficult, not, not likely to be anxious or angry when things get difficult or hard. And I look at it and I realize that hasn't been an accurate description of me sometimes in these last several months, but it is clearly accurate of God. He doesn't get anxious by the things that are going around, around us. So I want to talk a little bit about who he is. So that we can press in and know Him in truth. So I realize God is mysterious, but the scriptures are really helpful to give us a way to understand Him. I I get it. His ways are higher than our ways and His thoughts are are, are much greater than our own. He understands the prayers of every nation. He he is able to move uh, for our good in all sorts of circumstances. But the scriptures are really helpful to give us simple concrete language to understand who is this God that is so vast and so mysterious and yet so available to us. And so I, I want to I bring us back uh, to that concrete language of scripture that the Lord is our rock. So God is a rock and we have an opportunity to get to know the steadiness that is available to us because of that. So let's look at some scriptures. There's a lot of rock scriptures. If you've never uh, done a word search, uh, you pull out your phone or jump on on the internet and type in God and rock and just see the list of scriptures that show up immediately. Let me give you some examples. In 1 Samuel 2, there is none holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you. There is no rock like our God. Or in Psalm 78 they remembered that God was their rock, the most high God, their redeemer. Or in Psalm 18, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. Scripture after scripture after scripture uses this language of rock to describe God. Now the Lord is spirit and with the Spirit of the Lord there is, there is freedom, but in the midst of shaking, like we're going through now, we, we need a little less of the mystery of God, and we need something we can hold up, something we can, we can grab onto with safety. And the word rock gives that stability. There are other words that, that show up. He's our rock because he's faithful. He's, he's, he's steadfast. He's true all of these different words point to the immovable nature of god you are not going to find him panicking when everybody else is panicking because he is stable now imagine if you're if you're hiking in the mountains and the the path becomes very narrow what you would do is you would lean in to the side of the rock You would lean away from the fall on the one side of the trail and you'd lean into the rock. And that is the invitation for us. That is God reaching out to say, I am your rock. You can depend on me. You can trust me. I am not shaken. I am not moved. I am faithful in every circumstance. And I find myself in this time of shaking where the economy is ugh and and healthcare is ugh and then the government and the conspiracy theories and 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 my social media feed explodes with shaking. It is so encouraging to be able to go back to the nature of God who is unshakable. His steadiness is available to us because God is my rock. I can be at peace in the storm. We see this connection between my ability to have peace and God's nature as the rock in Isaiah. So in Isaiah chapter 26, it says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And then it goes on, like there's this this promise of peace because we trust in God, but we're not just trusting in some sort of ethereal mystery. We trust in the Lord for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. My peace and God's nature as a rock are connected. As I trust in him, I am satisfied. As I trust in him, I find stability because he is unmovable. You cannot shake him. His goodness isn't occasionally applied that today I'll be good to you, but maybe not tomorrow. No, no, no. He is unswerving in his goodness. He's not going to be faithful to me when times are good and then leave me alone when times are bad. I'm not going to be abandoned. I'm not going to be an orphan because I am a child. The relationship that I have with God strengthens my ability to stay the course when times get crazy because he's a rock, and I'm his child. So I, I don't know if you've ever um, been tempted uh, to panic a little bit, be a little anxious, be a little nervous. Uh, maybe that's had, had an opportunity recently. But I remember a time when um, I, I got the opportunity to discover the wisdom of the book of Proverbs. I don't know if you've, you've read through the Proverbs. That, uh, it's not something you want to just lightly throw at people, because sometimes it's very hard truths. Uh, but in Proverbs 27, it says, Faithful and true are the wounds of a friend. Faithful and true are the wounds of a friend. Uh, so I had a time in my, in my past where life got really crazy. It threw me a curveball. I was kind of mildly panicking, not dealing with it so well. And my friend who loves me dearly said to me, You know, I, I bet God's really panicked in heaven because he couldn't have seen this coming. And it was kind of a smack in the face, but again, faithful and true are the wounds of a friend. He brought me up short because I wasn't behaving like someone who has an inheritance. I was behaving like I was on my own. And I'm not. I wasn't behaving like a child who has access to the king. I was behaving like a very scared little kid all alone. God is a rock, but I am his child. And the promise that I have as his child is that I have access to him. Children have an access to an inheritance. Knowing that God is our rock is part of the story, but we need to know our relationship to him. And the Spirit testifies to this. The Spirit testifies to my spirit that I am a child, and not just a child, but an heir. And as heirs, we have unique privilege. As an heir, I have the ability to draw upon my father's nature. He is steady. He is the rock, and I can be too. I have an invitation to claim that access because I am a child of the king. I I saw this portrayed so beautifully in the film, uh, Anna and the King. In the film, there's this scene where the king, in all, of his, in all of his pomp and his splendor, is sitting on his golden throne, up on the dais, several steps above all the commoners. The courtiers are all bowed low, and the, the foreign dignitaries are all dressed nice, but they too are bowed low. And it's this very sort of awe-inspiring scene of the king being so great and everybody else not. Meanwhile, in another part of the palace, there's a disturbance Uh, at the school where the king's children are being educated. And a little girl, a princess, runs from that disturbance and she runs across the palace grounds and she goes straight into the throne room. The guards don't lay a hand on her, don't even try to touch her. She's the princess. And she, she threads her way through the dignitaries and climbs the stairs and goes up and she immediately has her father's ear. And he leans down and she whispers into his ear and he stands up, picks her up, and walks out of the room. And you watch and you realize he completely ignores the foreign dignitaries. The court that was in session is now just immediately stopped because the princess has the ear of the king. And as I watched that, I realized it was this glimpse in sort of human language Of the very thing I have because I am a child of the king I have access when things are disturbed when things are shaken I have access to the ear of the king and through the king all of the power of the kingdom and so I have a God who is unshaken I have a God who is my rock and I have a relationship that gives me access that access to the very king of the universe because i'm a child because i'm an heir is the very thing that jesus was talking about he 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 gives this example of if your child asks for bread would you give him a stone it's like no if my kid's hungry i'd give him food i'm not going to give him you know it, it, it there's this this jesus is talking and he recognizes that that as humans we have some understanding Of this relationship between father and child we we have some understanding and and he kind of brings it in for a punchline and says how much more will your father who is, is in heaven give good things to those who ask him and the more I meditate on his goodness the more I meditate on his steadiness his faithfulness his love my adoption my inclusion the more I realize because I am a child of the unflappable God I'm gonna get good things from him. I'm going to become stable like him because I am his child. I cannot be shaken. And so my my hope for you in, in this pandemic as it continues is you're there in your home and you're working or not working and you're dealing with healthcare issues or you're not and, and you're just you're struggling to navigate this difficult world. That you would press in to know God as your rock that you would press in to know your identity and your inheritance as a child because we have a unique privilege available to us let me show you what that looks like in just a couple of scriptural examples so you probably know or maybe don't the story of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego it's found in the book of Daniel And the king gives an order that everybody has to bow down to a gold statue and they know they can't do that and their world is shaken as they realize if we don't bow we may die and they're just in they're in a pinch they're in a crunch and they quietly stand unshaken unflappable in the midst of the king's decree and it's not showy they're not offensive to the king king We don't mean you any disrespect but we can't do this and even if it causes harm we're unmoved and I look at them and I go that's our inheritance that's for me too we see it in the story of Paul in Acts 27 he's been taken prisoner he's on his way to the Emperor and they're in a ship and there's a storm and the storm goes on for two weeks and in the midst of this everybody is terrified that they're gonna die And time and time again, Paul addresses the crew and he addresses the other passengers and he says, I've met with God in the night and he's going to provide for our safety. You can trust him. And I see that in the midst of of a storm that makes people fear for their lives. He has access as a child of the unflappable God to stability when there is no stability on a boat in a storm with the wind and the waves. His circumstances don't give stability, but his relationship to God does. Or there's the little Hebrew slave girl in 2 Kings chapter 5. I don't know how she'd been enslaved. I don't know how she ended up in Assyria. We don't know much of her story. And yet, when she discovers that her master has an illness... She still knows who she is and who God is, and she speaks up as a lowly slave girl who has no rights in that society and says, you know, you wouldn't have to be sick because there's a prophet in Israel. You, you don't have to have this sickness. And I look at her unshaking faith in her difficult situation and her vulnerable circumstances and the hope and the certainty that she has in the power of God and the availability of God in the midst of that time. And we don't know the little slave girl's name, but she knows who she is as a child of the unflappable God. Now I do want to kind of add one little side note. Do we need to press into God? Of course. Do we need to know who we are? Yes. We also may need to apply some self-discipline. I have a diverse friend group. People are quite concerned about health risks these days. friends who are convinced it's just a conspiracy uh friends who are in the medical field or aren't or who love the government or hate it when i go on social media i find that temptations are available to me to lose hope temptations are available to me uh to forget that i'm a child of an unshaking unswerving faithful unflappable god and i'm realizing that i need to use a little self-discipline in what I expose myself to. Whether that's news on the TV or the radio or a social media feed uh, or your next door neighbor who you're talking to from a safe six feet away, there's a chance that we also need to, after pressing into God and pressing into our identity, not waste that time uh, by throwing it away in moments that we know are tempting. I need to declare who I am. I'm a son of the living God. I need to declare who God is. He is my rock and my foundation, and in Him I am safe. And I probably need to avoid prolonged exposure to temptation. But if I pull this these three together, I'm going to find that as a child of the unflappable God, He is not moved, and neither am I. He is not shaken, and neither am I. He is not worried, and neither am I. I have a right to lay hold of His nature as my inheritance. I have access to the King, and so do you. I can have calm in the midst of the storm, and so can you. I can have freedom in the midst of the fire I can have hope in times of captivity I cannot be moved and neither can you child of the unflappable God you are secure in his love you are assured of his provision you are comforted in times of trouble you are safe in your father's unshaking hands The Lord bless you with the inheritance that is yours in Christ Jesus. I'll see you next time.